Hey guys, it's Ian McCall of Preview, and you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. Hey everybody, this is Andrew with the We Are Rising podcast, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, maybe our biggest guest uh, ever. Uh, with us today, I have Uncle Creepy, Ian McCall, who will be fighting on the Ryzen 10 uh, show in Fukuoka against Kyochi Horiguchi. Mr. McCall, thank you so much for doing this interview. I really appreciate your time. No problem. How are you doing today? Doing very well. How about you? Good Sunday, so it's Monday off. Oh, good, good, good. Glad and uh, and um, how how's uh, how's your training going for this uh, for this fight of Horiguchi? It's going great. Um, just just the, just the usual training camp. Uh, can you just talk about uh, how you got involved with uh, MMA uh, and uh, you started out as a high school wrestler? Is that correct? Yes. And uh, yeah, can you just talk about how you got uh, involved in the, in mixed martial arts? Well, I've done martial arts my whole life. Uh, I got a black belt in Kung Fu Sansu as a kid. I watched the first UFCs. And, and my, my Kung Fu, Sifu, he taught more than just Kung Fu. He kind of taught us real basic armbar stuff. And you know, he, he, he blended stuff very well, especially for back then. I, mean, I, was, a, I was a child. Uh, and then once I watched the UFC, I watched the one, of course. Uh, and, I, and then I knew that's what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So... Uh, then I hit high school, started doing wrestling and jiu-jitsu at the same time. Uh, I actually just had my 20-year anniversary with Next Generation, which is the first fight gym I ever joined uh, last or two weeks ago. So I've been doing this for way too long. <laughs> well, obviously you must enjoy it uh, since you've been doing it for such a long time. It's 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 all I know. I mean, I've 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 had businesses. I've had you know I have a podcast. I've had radio shows. I've done a lot of stuff, but uh, you know what, to be honest, I've done stuff that I, I probably should have chosen over fighting, because, you know, fighting is just, in a lot of ways, not worth it, <laughs> to be honest, you know, the, the, the destruction of your body, your brain, whatever, but, uh, you know, I, I'm sure I could have made a lot more money in the cannabis industry, uh, you know, in podcasting, my podcast took off, and and then I just basically ruined it by being able to fight again. You know, hmm. I I, uh, I ruined my chances in the cannabis industry because fighting popped up again. And it's just a lot of stuff. Hmm. I, I like to fight. You know, I don't have to fight. Hmm. I don't, I'm not one of these people that comes from the ghetto and and says, "Oh, I had to fight tooth and nail to get out of this shithole I live in." No, I grew up, you know, wealthy on the beach. Um, 
you know, in Orange County with everything a kid could ever want. And I wanted to be a fighter. I am a fighter. And I always tell these people that I don't care where you're from. You could be from a favela or a ghetto or a barrio or wherever you're from. And you made your way to the top. Well, guess what? I'm a rich kid who is still fucking better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I work hard. It's called hard work. I, I, I don't I don't believe in any of this bullshit with people thinking that you know that, that just because they come from hard hard circumstances that makes them a better fighter. It, it doesn't matter. I, I I grew up on the beach fighting every single day. So you mm-hmm. know th- this is what I love to do. People ask me why do I do it? I do it because I love it. Mm-hmm. It's, it uh, this is all I've ever done. You know as a real job. Mm-hmm. And um, can you just uh, talk about when you came in at a time when when smaller fighters, uh, smaller weight classes, would just starting to get a lot of recognition in the United States. You were part of the uh, first uh, flyweight tournament in the uh, UFC. And uh, can you just talk about um, just like just being part of basically a, a entirely new division in the UFC? I started fighting professionally in, in 2002. People don't, people don't understand that. Like they were just talking about uh, Joe Lozon, how Joe Lozon's had all these fights in the UFC and he's been fighting for so long. He started fighting in 2004. I started fighting professionally two years before him. I've been doing this for a very, very, very long time. And, and UFC called me when I was beating everyone up in Tachi Palace. You know, and they said, if, if you keep doing what you're doing, we're going to make a division around you. And they did. And, uh, you know, in reality, I, I blew it. But, uh, you know, I, I, I had a chance to become a star, and I, and I, I, I squandered that. But, uh, you know, that's that's what happens. And then Demetrius Johnson has gone on to become the greatest, uh, you know, mixed martial arts fighter of all time. Mm. Oh, can you just uh, what do you elaborate what you mean by you squandered it? Uh, yeah, my, my life and career fell apart. You know, everyone knows that. I, I, I beat DJ the first time. I got screwed over. Mm-hmm. Was really a big deal. I should have come back and beat him up even worse the second time, and I didn't. I, I let my life spiral out of control, and it's my own fault. I... I you know, <laughs> I just, I screwed up, and he, he came back ready and, and better than, than he was before, and, and, he, and he beat me fair and square, mm-hmm. and since then, he, like I said, he's gone on to become the best ever. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I just like to also add, uh, for the record, that I did think that you did beat him in that first fight. Uh, Everyone thinks, it's not, you're not the only one, yeah. everyone knows that I beat him in that first fight, and if we wanted to have gone to a first round, or a fourth round, I would have finished it, mm-hmm. but, but you know what? People need to stop talking about that because that's my Al Bundy moment. That was a long, 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 long time ago. He's a different fighter. I'm a different fighter. And, you know, I, I, it's it, it gets old. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know? Uh, yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, so can you just talk about um, how you how you part of Waves of UFC? Um, I don't know if a lot of people know about it. I don't, I'm not even sure if I entirely know the entire backstory, but is there anything that you could talk about with that? Yeah, I asked for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, if I'm never going to fight again, I, I need this much money. And they said, uh, <laughs> they sent me some cheap ass bullshit. And, I, and, you know, I, I get it. I understand their perspective. I've gone, you know, I, I've been this, uh, this person who's I had all these pullouts and all these drama and all the fights. And, and then, you know, I, I got sick. Uh, I got really sick for a while that last year after the UFC and the hospital. So, you know, they, they, they looked at me as a lame horse. They weren't going to pay me what I wanted. So, 
you know, very amicably and very nicely, I asked for my release. They gave it to me, and within uh, within a matter of less than 24 hours, uh, Kingo from from Ryan called and, and made me an offer that that I that excited me. You know, I hadn't been excited to fight in years, mm. and I'm finally happy to be to be fighting again. I just, if you don't mind me uh, talking about, it, but I just want to talk about that that string of, of bad luck, which wasn't it wasn't even on your end most of the time. It was always on, it seemed to happen on the other fighters as well, you know. So I mean, yeah, but it, but it always gets blamed on me. So uh, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I give zero fucks about what anyone thinks about me, and I think everyone knows that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, what's uh what's uh, what's fast forward to Ryzen, and you're part of the uh, bantamweight tournament. Um, and your opponent was Manel Cape. Uh, what what did you think of this uh, character, this 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 guy, when you fought him? He's a real he's a real piece of shit. Is what he is. He's a fucking asshole. No one likes him. If you saw him the way him and his fat piece of shit friend were acting at the hotel in front of everybody, saying things to my friend's wife, to actually multiple of my friend's wives, commenting to them sexually. You know, talk shit to everybody, wearing their fake-ass Versace pajamas, you know, that, that they bought in Africa. Uh, I used to work in the fashion industry. I'm not stupid. I know those, those aren't I know those aren't real Versace pajamas, Ted. And uh, he's just, you know, he, he's just a shitty person. And, mm-hmm. and, and he thinks he can, you know, do whatever he wants. Well, you know, you can't. And then, of course, with my luck, I get cut, not by him. But I get cut by whether it was a headbutt or the ropes, whatever it was. My string of bad luck followed me around, and uh, and 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 now he thinks he beat me. Mm-hmm. That that pile of shit thinks he beat me, and there's no way, and there's not a snowball's chance in hell that he would ever beat me in a real fight. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, I, it was it was a tournament format. I was trying to get rid of him as fast as possible and take him down and finish him because his ground sucks and. And uh, of course, I am. I am. I am. I have the worst luck. I am the unluckiest fighter on the planet, and uh, and that, that that was it. Mm. And it was, and it's, and it's funny because I think that if that had not been a tournament match, they wouldn't have stopped it so fast. I mean, I know why they stopped it because if it, if the, a cut that bad. If you're in a tournament, you may not be able to go forward. But had this not been a tournament match, I feel like the match should have continued. It should. have. Yeah, I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hurt that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I rarely dislike people that I fight, but I really, really, really wanted to hurt him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, his shit-talking doesn't bother me. You know, he tried to slap me, and I slapped him harder. You know, mm-hmm. like, you think you're going to try and punk me like I'm some bitch? You think you're going to try and slap me in the back of the head and I'm not going to hit you back? Mm-hmm. You're, 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 out of your, you're out of your goddamn mind. So he's lucky I didn't actually hit him because I had a, I had a giant ring on my right hand. Mm-hmm. I, I I had my wedding ring on my left hand, and I had my wedding my, my a big big ring on my right hand. If I would have actually hit him instead of slapping him, like the bitch he is, mm-hmm. then I I, I would have I, I wouldn't have been able to fight. You mm-hmm. know, so I'm not that stupid. I'm able to think in 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 those in those quick of scenarios of what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. And so I slapped him and bloodied his lip, and and then my friend's wife ran up and made fun of him and everything. And, and if you watch the video of it all go down. The first people that jump up, like when when it all goes down, you see all of my teammates, all of my coaches pop up. Like we were ready. Those you don't understand. Though Manel Cape and his cornerman, which Manel thinks is like the greatest fighter of all time, are 
are such arrogant idiots. They should never be allowed in Rising Den. Honestly, like I get it. They're they sideshow freak show. He's you know he he's a decent fighter, um, but people like that don't belong in our sport. People like that, you know, he, he needs to fuck off and, and just be left alone because he's just bad for the sport. He's 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 an idiot. He told he told uh, uh, Ursin Yamamoto while they were weighing in. He goes, "Hey, after I knock you out, I'm gonna fuck your mom." You don't say that to people. That that is that is ridiculous, and that's another reason why I wanted to hurt him. But of course, again. Back to my bad luck, I get screwed over, and uh, that's just that's just life. Mm. So now, now, and I was when the uh, when the uh, card for the new Ryzen show came out, I was actually kind of a little bit surprised that they didn't book a rematch between you and Manel Cape. I figured that would be a, a a great match to have to just see who to see how, how to see you know to get a definitive win between you two. Um, were you a little bit disappointed that uh, that you didn't get a uh, rematch with him? No, don't care. He's not worth my time. <laughs> what, what? The, the, the entire the entire world knows he's not on my level. He's not worth it. And for me to be able to fight, people wanted to see me fight Horiguchi. Mm-hmm. Horiguchi is their star. He, they, everyone knows I'm I'm besides him, I'm the other best person in that tournament. Mm-hmm. And people wanted to see that fight. So that's that's the fight they're getting. Mm-hmm. Me fighting Manel Cape is is worthless. It's it's, it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. If they offered you a fight, would you take it though against uh, Cape again? Oh, of course, but. They didn't offer me a fight. <laughs> they mm-hmm. offered me to fight Horiguchi. So, mm. so then, yeah, let's talk about Horiguchi. Um, and it's interesting in the uh, in the MMA six degrees of separation um, that both of both you and Horiguchi fought D, uh, DJ um, with DJ finishing Horiguchi but not finishing you um, in the in that in both matches. So I'm just is that have you uh, have you seen Horiguchi fight in the UFC? Oh, of course. Um, what do you, uh, what do you think about him as a fighter? Well, I think he's a wonderful fighter. He's very, very talented. You know, people look at him as the second best flyweight on the planet, or I guess now bantamweight. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he is very, very good, very respectful. I like him as a person. Um, you know, you won't see anything bad come out of my mouth ever about the guy. He's, he's awesome and, and very talented. Mm. So I, I'm excited to showcase my skills against someone who's that good. Mm. And how do you prepare for a fighter like him, a guy who's in, who has quick, who's almost as fast as as, as the speed of light itself, and uh, who's who does pack power behind his punches? What? Do you, how do you prepare for a guy like that? We all do at that, that at that at that level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not the only one who's fast. He's not the only one who's powerful. He's not the only one who's good. So you just train. Mm-hmm. You, court, you bring in bodies that mimic his style, but it's you know it's it's, it's not like he's that he's he's not that special. You know, mm-hmm. it's mixed martial arts. We know what he's bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. And how do how do you uh, 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 how do you foresee the fight uh, going uh, once that bell rings? He, he thinks I'm not going to kickbox with him, and I will. Of course, I will. Um, if I get a chance to, I'll take him down and I'll pound him out there. But yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid to kickbox with the guy. He's a karate guy. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I know he has power, or whatever. Uh, I like I said, this fight, this is this is going to be a fight. You know, I, I'm I'm staying as far away from those goddamn ropes as possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, takedowns will probably be in the center of the octagon and. We're just going to sit there, and, and, and it's going to be a tech, technical kickboxing match mm-hmm. up until up until I feel like he should be on his back. Mm. I think I think you also brought up uh, 
uh, mentioned in an interview or something about that you wanted to have that you're going to have Vaseline for your next fights. Is, has that been at all um, approved, or is that something you're going to be going through to prevent anything like the uh, previous fight that you had? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him about it. They, they they say it's not allowed, but that's that's a, a that is such a stupid rule. You don't want blood, but you're not gonna let people vaseline up their faces like like real fighters do. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Just, that's just that's stupid. Mm. And actually, speaking of the rules, uh, when, when, it, since uh, a good amount of your time has been in in a, in fighting in matches where there's not allowed, you're not allowed to kick down opponents or anything like that. What do you think about about the these uh, old school pride rules that they that they have in, in Ryzen? Do you think that's a a bigger advantage for you to uh to in in a fight like this? Yeah, yeah, I, I love the rule set. You know, it's 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 a great rule set, and I've I've never been able to fight in that rule set before, so I'm excited to try it out. And and yes, it does lend well to me. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm good at kicking people in the head while they're mm-hmm. on the ground. And uh, so and after this fight, uh, is there anybody that you would like to fight in Ryzen? Um, and is there anybody who you have your uh, eye set on? Uh, I want to take Japan over. I want to be Godzilla. Ishibatari would be nice. Um, you know who. Whoever they see fit, but you know, again, being able to beat Japanese people in their home country is is the way you make yourself mm-hmm. a star in Japan, and that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, so and can you just talk about uh, about uh, what you're doing outside of uh, uh, fighting? Uh, I uh, you said that you were uh, uh, dealing with uh, the cannabis industry. Are you still do, uh, in that industry? Yeah, yeah, I will always be in the cannabis industry. Um, you know, it's lucrative. It is something I'm, I'm always been a part of. You know, I, I don't have a job right now in the cannabis industry. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm focused on fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's it. Fighting is, is, my, is my, my job right now. You know, I do a little bit of consulting kind of, and I help out. But right now, like I said, fighting takes front and center before anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will also give you this opportunity to, to uh, say whatever you'd like to uh, like about uh, whatever you want to uh, about uh, Kyochi Horiguchi. Uh, this is your opportunity to, to, I guess you could say, to cut a promo on him on any way that you see fit. Well, Kyochi, we're going to kickbox, so be ready. Oh, is that it? That's it. He oh. does eat. He doesn't. He doesn't think I'm going to stand with him. And I'm. I'm going to kickbox with him, and, and and be ready to get knocked unconscious on your feet. Hmm. And uh, I just like to give you this opportunity to say uh, anything else that you'd like to say about uh, Ryzen, uh, Horiguchi, uh, your your outside ventures, or anything else that you want to mention that I haven't uh, brought up. Yeah, you know, I'd like to thank Ryzen for the opportunity, uh, for the respect, the love, everything they give me. I love fighting in Japan, and I'm, I'm excited to finish my career there and uh, and win, win another world title over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, feel free to plug your, your your all your social media and your sponsors, your team, and everybody else you want to give a shout out to. Yeah, all my social media is Uncle Creepy MMA. My podcast is Story Time with Uncle Creepy. Um, uh, my sponsors are Ruka. I train at the Ruka Gym, Ten Planet Jiu Jitsu. Thank you to my coaches Matt, Anthony, Dale, Corey, uh, Fight Camp Conditioning. Um, you know, I got a lot of good guys on it. On it's been one of my best sponsors for so long. Um, but I would love to, you know, just say thank you to them. Uh, Keto Fridge is an amazing another company that sends me all my meals. Uh, Leopard Spot and Hippo is part of the same company, and they send me drinks and coffee and stuff like that. 
Who else? Oh, uh, Elixir Cure is a, is a CBD lotion that I've been using that will be sponsoring me at, um, it is a new sponsor. They're, they're, they're great. So yeah, shout out to all those guys. Thank you very much for the help. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to make you guys proud. And I will definitely be looking for that fight. We will be cheering you on. And, um, uh, yeah, Mr. McCall, I appreciate you doing this interview. And uh, we're looking forward to the fight and uh, hopefully knocking out uh, Horiguchi uh, while he stands. Perfect. That's, that's, that's the plan. You know, I, I know how to wrestle, so I know jiu-jitsu, but, but I, I, I would love to kickbox. It's, you know, people keep talking about him, him kickboxing tension, that, that, that really good kickboxing kid. Yeah. And I think that's a bad idea for any of us. <laughs> mm. That kid is a savage, and he is a straight kickboxer. He he beats Lumpini champions. He he would he's he's a, he's a t- t- that would be a, that would be a tough out. So you know what? Uh, maybe you know the winner of me and Horiguchi. If, if it does, you know, if, if it turns into a kickboxing fight, kickboxing only, and we impress. Maybe maybe one of us will fight tension. You know, you never know. Mm. We'll see how it all how it all how it all works out. Uh, you, you, if they said, if Ryzen uh, came up to you and said we would like you to fight Tension in a kickboxing match, would would you take that that type of match? Of course. I mean, I I, I honestly I I I, <laughs> I think it's a, a a bad idea for any MMA star to go out and fight someone that caliber mm-hmm. of kickboxing. But uh, you know, I know kickboxers that are on that level, so I I, I can get some good training in with with people, and and if they pay me the right money, I'll do it. Mhm, mhm. And uh, I also just like to say that I think that your Twitter is actually one of the, one of the best uh, MMA Twitter to follow, especially when you're giving live commentary during UFC matches. I think that's actually it's one of the more it's one of the better Twitters that I I've actually am interested in like seeing. Um, so I just okay. want to give a shout out to your Twitter. Um, yeah. Uncle Creepy. Sorry. When we actually push. Twitter, we actually try and, you know, or say we, I, I, I'm not the only one who runs my Twitter, I have a, 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 another a company behind me that helps me with polls and stuff, mm. uh, but, but you know, most of the talking is me, the polls and stuff are done by other people, mm. um, or one other person, Tim Owens, um, and, uh, you know, uh, but, but yeah, the real, real talking part of it is me, the interaction part is me, uh, um, but when we get over a million impressions and, you know, close to a million, like, you know, interactions all, all the time. So we, we've, for someone who only has, you know, 75,000 followers or whatever it is, I get a lot of traffic through that thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, after you win uh, against Horiguchi that uh, you'll get uh, 75,000 more followers. That, I, that would be great. Mm. Wouldn't mind it. And uh, after your after your fight, you know, uh, well, hopefully we can uh, definitely talk again uh, with your next excursion with uh, Ryzen. We will. Sounds good. Excellent. Thank you, Mr. McCall. Appreciate it. You have a great day now. You too. Okay. Bye bye.